If you want me to drive, I will take the wheel. You can drive for a minute. All right. Now that I'm behind the wheel, right, we're going to get this on track. Yeah, and here's track. here's what I was thinking. Okay. So I've listened to the entire uh, back catalog of, of the podcast Mr. Honest. of Mr. Honest. The whole library. Yes. Uh, your library. <laughs> should, I re- should I refer to you as Mr. Honest? Through um, this? No, I don't know. What should I call you? You could just call me H. Okay, not a no. great. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, Mr. Yeah, I, I don't hide that I'm Eric, but I, I like to think of Mr. Honest as something I'm becoming. Okay, more of less than I am yet. Oh, I see. It's it's, it like is a, a goal. Story. It is a journey rather than a persona. There's a lot to it. There's a lot under there. Yeah, and I don't think I'm there yet because I already lie a lot. I think that's. But but yeah, keep going. But this is what I was thinking about your podcast. Uh, it's yeah. brand new, and yes. a lot of podcasts make the mistake yeah. of. Uh, uh, deciding what they want to be and then being it. Yeah. Where you did not make any, you just went out there and you're still so <laughs> embryonic. Robinson. You still have so much potential to go in any different direction and it would still track. Yeah. So I think you need to practice a little bit. I think, why oh, yeah. don't you feel out the space, yeah. try some different podcast formats, oh, yeah, seeing okay. how things feel. So, so I went ahead, I Googled I like uh, types this. of podcast. All right. See. This is an activity I'm on board this for. This is an activity. Like, I need activities. That's Creativity true. for sale. That's like the one thing I did. Oh, yeah. Wow. That that, I do so remember that. Bad. That was extensive. That was that was really just, that was my, um, well, it was my work of art. It was my vet. It was my starry night. It, it turned out well. Um, Thanks. I, so I'm going to a page right now called The Seven Most Common Podcast Formats. Let's go into it. So I think one at a time. Just a few minutes. Do you want try me to get out, up see in how the room? Should I like move in the room? No, I think you're fine. Okay, I thought I that you fine. meant okay. No, I thought no, you meant no, like no, stand no, up. No, don't worry, keep doing up. your thing. No, 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 no. Just to cool. purely metaphorical. Cool. Uh, so the first type podcast number one, top yeah. of the list, is the one-on-one interview. Oh, all right. Um, so I think let, let's try this out. Um, uh, I'll, you? you can interview me because this is your podcast. That I'll makes sense. be. And we'll just a few minutes of the one-on-one interview, and uh, you tell me when it's getting uncomfortable, and we can stop. All right. Once again, don't use my name. Bleep that out, please. We're bleeping. Right. Mr. Honest here. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, put some music. Put some light uh, light jazz. Light piano, like jazzy music. I'm assuming the jazz is playing right now, so just just imagine me just tickling the keys. Yeah. (laughs) That's real good. Welcome, 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 Mr. Honest. We got our special guest here today. Leaving a blank. Blank man. Blah, blah, blah. Not a fan of blank See, man. that's okay. the problem. We need to come up with the name. But uh, we're here. We're doing an interview. So my first question for you is, uh, what's your favorite color? Let's take like, stick a, like, uh, I'm, I'm going to say uh, blue. Blue, like thank that. you for the softball at first just to get me comfortable. Just getting you warmed up. Yeah. Just getting you warmed up. Do you like the interviews where they talk real close to the mic, kind of like they're real intimate? Like that? Uh, it does sound, it's a little kind of ASMR thing going on here. What's I that? guess we could kind of... All Sam Mario All? Well, the last Mom. letter was R. <laughs> but that was very close. I don't know. I forget what, what it stands for. What do you think for. of ASMR? It's, it's, uh, do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? Yes. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a thing. It's a type of thing that's gotten pretty popular. Lots of videos about it. I've never actually tried it, but it's a thing. They're very uh, small, intimate noises. Something mm, as simple. How's it go? Something as simple as someone just whispering up to you right here. Something like they're right in your ear, or just crinkling something extra, just just slight things like that. And supposedly (laughs) that gives people like just just this feeling of just ooh, tingles, intimacy and stuff like that. Hey audience, if you're feeling some ASMRs down your spine right now, I want you to email mrhonestpodcast at gmail.com for some hugs. It's good. It's a good plug. Actually, I'm going to put ASMR podcast at the bottom of this list, too. So we're going to to get back to that. But there's still an interview. I like the notes. Okay. So thank you. Uh, That was a good, that was a very good short answer. And um, thanks for getting to the bottom of the ASMR thing for us. So we do have a very special here today. He's going to tell us a little bit about what he thought intimately about 9-11. Uh, yeah, no, that's not, not on the spot at all. I was in eighth grade. Wow. And I remember I was in lunch class and someone had told me that uh, a, a missile or a plane hit the Pentagon and I just told him he's lying. I was convinced that's ridiculous. You didn't believe it. To not believe it. No. And then it turned out to be true. But you were young, so but not too young because eighth grade is a little bit older. So you're, you're a couple grades ahead of me. I was fourth. So I... Person. Maybe I was seventh then. Because I, I, I think it's. Did you you remember my first episode where I did a kind of a half nine eleven joke and then I insecurely put like a uh, like an advertisement for the fire department charity fund or something like that. I was like, I just want to let you know that I don't want to offend any nine eleven. You, you know what? You know I, you can edit this too, right? Um, this part no. Well, the nine eleven thing, you know, it always comes back because. When I was a kid, it's a good relation to everything I've been talking about in the podcast, facing reality. Um, someone like me grew up playing video games. And when 9-11 was happening, I literally was playing Star Fox 64. And I wanted Coca-Cola. And I didn't know how to deal with the planes hitting the building, so I just played more Star Fox. And I made little jokes about it to make myself more comfortable. But it's like an, it's a landmark thing in our country, and... Um, like I, I almost with, with anxiety I'm mean, gonna just say it I'm interviewing you but we're getting into this but I'm gonna just say it with anxiety it makes you feel you could make anything your fault right mm-hmm. so it's like it's almost like it's my fault is 9-11 your fault no I had nothing to do with this I don't <laughs> care uh, who says what absolutely right. not nothing has been proven we're going to get to you the know what? I, You know, as, as strange as it is, I want to tell you my favorite 9-11 story. Like my, uh, my Sean Connery. Can you just, sounds a little please like just this. tell me this story as Sean Connery? No, because right. it is a 9-11 story, and I do not want to undermine that. Oh, man, my, my Sean Connery's gotten so much worse. I haven't practiced in years. Kind of like that. Okay, anyway. <clears throat> so, I will let you tell the story and not make jokes over it because this is serious. And there's can, a little newspaper yeah. that you might have heard on a, a periodical known as The Onion. Right. Yes. So <laughs> The Onion is uh, the United States' most famous and popular satirical newspaper. Right, right. And um, so they weren't always nationwide. 
In fact, they start off as a, 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 a little operation in the Midwest. Really? Uh, I believe Milwaukee, where they wow. started. And then uh, Chicago was uh, one of their first big city uh, clients. Oh, I didn't know that. So like, yeah, the onion used to be free in Chicago. You used, used to just be able to get it uh, next to a red eye. Oh yeah, on yeah. the street. Yeah. That was those were good times. I vaguely remember that. I think now and now it's digital only. But the point is, uh, they were expanding. They were getting popular. They're making a name for themselves. They were carving out a niche, and they were uh, one day at a brewery, celebrating that finally they uh, cracked it into the New York market. And the next day was going to be their first uh, New York uh, uh, the Onion. It was going to finally they were getting in there. They're getting uh, like uh, doubling their. Uh, uh, viewers or readers, I guess is the correct word, just getting, uh, it was the, the next step up outward. And so the date of that party was literally uh, uh, September 10th, 2001. Oh, gosh. And so the September 11th, 2001 issue of The Onion, a satirical newspaper with that only functions to make fun of what's currently happening in the U.S. and the world, uh, did not go out. And uh, the staff and its writers instead uh took a week and a lot of america uh that time took a week to yeah. itself and uh they had to figure out where to go from there because they all of a sudden had the just the, the, the worst timing that i've ever heard of because wow. now they have to get something out there <laughs> this was their introduction to new york and it their their choices were to either um find a way to uh satirically um, skew the the tragedy and the disaster of nine eleven, or, 9/11 or right. to ignore it uh, completely. And number two was not an option. They could not call themselves what's going on in the U.S. if they did not mention that. What happened to them was the Onion article. Like it was that that is insane. I I can't believe that. And that is an origin story of a satirical newspaper. If I ever heard one. Um, it's, it's a great story, too, because the ending is they, they knocked it out of the park because they uh, uh, sat down, took the week and did what they could to find uh, things that were both funny, but also uh, endearing, courageous, brings people together, finding a way to uh, not poke fun at the people that died, but just to take a look at the thing and just be like, oh, shit, this in just the most honest way. And it's become one of their most popular issues ever. Their first post 9-11 paper. Dude, that's the best story you could have brought here. And you know what? I am not afraid to talk about 9-11 because we can't just avoid the past and we can't just be afraid to talk about things. Right. We need to be able to talk about things without being offended or scared and put it in the like it's still our it's our history. It's our recent history. We can still learn from it. And I think a lot of what the message basically is now. Let's shut up and not throw our opinions or we're going to get crucified or that's I'm scared to say anything anymore outward. That's because I don't a have enough stake in it, you know, prime rib. Good, good word. Um, yeah. I did that. The last are, we, are we yes anding each other? OK, we're at a restaurant. Welcome to the Mr. Honest Podcast. What was that? Who was that? Did I just build another persona in my head? God, your voice work's getting so good. Isn't it? I sound completely different from you. How? Oh, 
because you're a different person, right? Because I just created that bit five seconds ago. This is my friend. I think I need another name, though. You've got Mr. Honest. I need something. Well, it, yeah, it's a little late now. Well, I'm going to be honest. Oh, God, he's making a face. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. my signal. Did you get that? Yeah. So what's your favorite thing about me, Alec Baldwin? I'd, um, I, 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 I know there's a few Baldwins. What's your favorite Alec Baldwin? What is your favorite Alec Baldwin movie? I'd, I'd, uh, was he in? Cheaper by the Dozen. Cheaper by False. the Dozen. He wasn't in. <laughs> was he the I Boss was... Baby? I think I saw the first five minutes of Boss, boss Baby. Baby. Ultimate. Ultimate. It was really a shame I did not win an award for the Boss Baby. Did I? You're really fleshing out this character. Well. Play around the space. It's fine. Just just see what there is. You think I should be a little more Alec Baldwin-y? Like, full? Or come into Alec? I'm saying no walls. Just move around as Alec and just see where it takes you. I am Alec Baldwin. No. Yes. Oh, so you think you could come in here and take control of air just like that? I think that's like Alec Baldwin as the cowboy. That wasn't me at all. This is Arthur Morgan. No, you see, it's Alan Baldwin as Arthur Morgan. Because we're having trouble deciding who is going to take control of the vessel of Eric. Yeah, you see, we're fighting over control. Eric splitting his personalities in the, in the threes and fours. See, now the audience don't even know if Mr. What's your name? Uh, it's Mr. Um, Color. Color. Duh. <laughs> Cause your shirt, <laughs> it's just color. Hey, Mr. Color, I know. I, I think bad. I think there's a lot to unpack from that, uh, and I can't really personify <laughs> it. Uh, oh God! I don't want to pretend to represent anything that I'm not. <laughs> well, I. Um, this is pump. This this is this is Rocky Waters. <laughs> is that your is that your like radio DJ character Rocky Waters? <laughs> this Rocky Coming in Waters. on the nines with the Rocky Waters, <laughs> Rocky Waters, and the and the splits, and the shits, and the shits. You know, I, I, I no, that's great. I, when I listen to the podcast, going into the different characters and yeah. the various fart noises that happened throughout, there wasn't many. There were few. There were. They were notable. There and was a burp. Um, HD burp. There was. I recall that, and also mouth fart noises. But my point is yeah. that it was that, that when I was listening to it, it was something I could just like okay that's happening in the background. This in the room with the, the severe eye contact during takes away from your experience as the listener. I mean, it adds so much more, so much more that really? I did not want. It just yeah. adds so. I feel right? like I'm just being involved in these moments. That's why I do this alone. Like you don't when you don't see it, and you're like it's almost like you're taking me in to your body. And you don't really even need to think about anything else, like how awkward it is that you're inside of me because I know this is purposeful. You're smiling. No, I'm not. Mr. Color. No, no. We need a new moniker. (laughs) Mr. Salt. Um, that's bad. That's just bad for a lot of reasons. That's the one thing I could teach this man. I'm not gonna up, I'm not gonna up talk him too much, but he is the greatest person that's ever lived. Well, that's can't that's that's that can't statistically be true. Gandhi, step aside. 
Yeah, with four, yeah. I haven't. I haven't. But that's not his name. You don't know his name because his because that that's not you don't know who that is. That could be maybe just like synonym so mysterious. Mister Synonym, Saint Synonym, Mister Sin, Mister Synonym, Cinnamon. I, my name as a kid, I call myself Cinnamon because I love cinnamon so much. Mister Magical. Ah, that's that's it's, promising. That's promising stuff. I can't deliver. And you know what else? It sucks. We got a trailer this week for Spider Man. Far from home, and Spidey lives apparently. Yeah, spoils the whole movie. I can't even see Endgame anymore because now I know how it's going to end. Does it? Spoils the whole thing. What is okay? Typically, you're familiar with the comic books, right? Awesome. What are are comic books known to do? Really, they 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 don't do things that make sense in terms of reality breaking. So, what are they going to do? They're going to make you think that Spidey survived or he comes back to life when maybe they just split into like, you, you watch Rick and Morty ever? Yeah. Yeah. You know how they go into like the timeline shit? Like literally millions of Ricks and Mortys exist at once. Like that's not what they're going to do with the MCU, but in the, in the comic books, they pretty much have a main universe that does split off into other universes. So Thanos could have snapped whatever happens in Endgame. The Avengers, I want them to have a Back to the Future 2 type movie going through Avengers Infinity War five times. And and literally, that would be fucking such a good movie to me, stopping Thanos from making it happen. But what I think is going to happen is there's going to be the timeline that Thanos snapped, and then there's going to be the timeline where he didn't. So we're going to have two timelines. I didn't mean to do that, but it might sound cool. To whisper? No, I bang my little. I bang this. Oh, it might sound cool, yeah. Yeah, it does I also like that instead of making a snapping sound, you went. It gonk. Yeah, yeah, I can't snap. Wow. Can you do that again? Right in the mic. So, what do you think of that? On command. Uh, what are your What are your kind of predictions for, for Endgame? Ah, uh, I mean, it's uh, we could really say anything at this point, and people have been saying a lot of different things. Uh, oh yeah, it's all over the place, right? Everybody's just everybody's just convinced time travel is going to be a huge part of it. There are a lot of clues for it too. I, I'm I'm sold on that, but uh, I I'm not afraid of anything else. Like I'm okay with I'm okay with an out of left field thing to happen that we didn't expect. I don't know. I'm oh, not. Yeah. Ex- oh, I'm sure there'll be plenty of things we didn't expect. Oh man, this is the most anticipated movie of all time for me. So how does it feel to be an Apple podcast featurey? Uh, it's an honor and a privilege. That's what your name is. On priv. Privilege, honor, honor, priv. Mr. Honor. That's honor. also something I don't really want to sir, exemplify. Honor, honor, sir. Because it deserves to be honored. I appreciate the thought, but well, let's, let's, let's put a pin in that one. All right. See, we'll fill, by the end, by the end of this, we're going to find, good pin noise, we're going to find what the, what my name will be. <laughs> This and is a when you're editing. Telegram. When you're editing, I want you to go back <laughs> and every time you mention d- or f- just yeah. just bleep it out. <laughs> okay, it's a mystery. Yeah, I will do that. What'd you eat today? Did you eat any meat? No, actually, I've been eating a lot of meat the past few days, so today what I kind? decided no meat. 
So, I mean, this is extremely, extremely good podcast material, so I'm going to say it. Well, you I, I wanted found to talk meat. No, it's you fine. Meaty. Did, did I you want to talk meat? You brought up meaty. You said you wanted meaty. You wanted meaty. You're needy for meaty. I think, I think if we go back to the tape, which we have, uh, we'll find that, that the record doesn't show that. Well, my last meat was um, today. I play stupid. I play stupid with you. I go into stupid. I don't know why. I feel like I'm not worthy of your. Then, then you shouldn't feel that way. You like, see that though, right? I, I think yeah. You're a dumb, yeah, I mean, when but we're that's with people, always, that's always like with. with you lately, you should I, not do that. We but have like that. we have rapports with like different rapport. friends. It's a rapport. But yeah, but but I also do like uncomfortably like will myself to suck. In front of you, like don't do I, I feel like I, I, I'll, I, there's always this thing where the last few times I've see, seen. Don't say a, my name. This guy, this guy's the antagonist right here. We're gonna create a villain. Oh no! Because I'm about to push you into a vat of sharks. Oh god! Wait, no, would not would not make you the villain though? No, because you you came at me. Why did you fucking come at me? Uh, Mr. Shark. That's terrible. You gotta Mr. take the Mister out of the equation. You You're gotta right. Add another You're right. That's surname. so derivative. I can't. I can't jump it off. That has to be something to. Yeah, another Mister makes it a little too campy. Professor right? Shark. Oh, the prof- you're already on something with the professor. We'll see. Or doctor, or uh, another like surgeon. What's what's? I think they're doctors too. Surgeon Satan. Surgeon Satan. That's too much. Yeah. Uh, it's really good though. Wasn't it? Wasn't in for the Satan part. Surgeon will think about it. Surgeon. We'll find it. It's going to happen organically. We can't force it. Well, I, I'm not done talking to you about Marvel, and you didn't really tell me how, how invested are you, like, past Endgame and onward in the MCU? Are you looking forward to um, kind of what they're setting up with Spider-Man, what it seems to be what they're setting up with, like, the Sinister Six? Are you familiar with that is, at all? Is that what you think they're setting up with Spider-Man? Absolutely. Why would Vulture still be alive? Why would uh, they have the post-credit scene with Vulture? And do you know who he, uh, he met in prison? The uh, Scorpion guy. Well, one, two, uh, Mysterio, three. Um, I mean, we're already counting. We're already knocking him down. Norman Osborn. There's a lot. I mean, why wouldn't they bring him in? Um, that would be four. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I think if the, if it keeps going, um, so does uh, does uh, was it not not Fox? Who who has Spider Man? Um, Sony? Sony. Sony. Okay. So Sony still has the rights. So. Right. And it's very confusing. And I hate that they have Venom. I haven't seen it yet. Have you? Seen what? Venom. Oh, no, I haven't. I was not really interested in it. <sighs> right. And, and and they're diving into it and they're going to make another one. And it just hurts that why don't you just give it all to the MCU? Like they're fucking doing it, man. They haven't had one failed movie. The most failed movie was Thor Dark World. It wasn't even that bad. It wasn't great. No, but it wasn't. Yeah, it was not. It was not good. No, but uh, but you didn't like Infinity War, right? I, I did like Infinity. No, War. you did. There was mm-hmm. another movie I saw that you had an unpopular opinion. Yeah, on. yeah. Thor Ragnarok. There's Thor Ragnarok. I I do not care for Thor Ragnarok. Oh, all right. All right oh, you're I, so happy. You found something to chew on. Is there's a little 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 no this conflict is good, we can mine? <laughs> no, I think I want to actually. I want to step back into the Spider-Man talk we were just having, but we can okay. come back to this if you want. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna push you on Thor. Well, Ragnarok. yeah, I, I have very uh, uh, strong and well opinions why about don't you Thor. Give Ragnarok. me a highlight on Thor Ragnarok. What didn't you like about it? What didn't I like about it? I thought <laughs> that uh, uh, Too much. from the poster, yeah, you can tell 
that the thing is just aping Guardians of the Galaxy and trying to just <laughs> just copy exactly what made Guardians of the Galaxy good. And they get the humor, but that that's all it is. It's just one tone the whole time. Even if you're one tone the whole time, no matter what the tone is, it's monotone. And if there's there's no there's no gravitas. There's no like how is it not gravitas? What do you mean by gravitas? Because every single opportunity, every single moment that the movie had for some bit of feeling, some pathos, something there, it was immediately undermined by like a, a Pratt fall or someone just getting hit with a pie or some ridiculous kind of thing. Not okay. a pie, but you know what I mean. I do know what you mean. And I'm going to argue. OK, I'm going to directly argue back with you're You're looking at the movie, right? And and I'm going to argue that Taika Waititi, Taika Waititi, who plays Cog. Who plays Cog? Cog, the director. Yes, yes, I know. Cog. Yes. You got a problem he with Cog? That was a great character. He, was, he, was, he did an excellent job in that okay. movie, acting and directing. You got to look at this movie in the context of the entire MCU. No, the, okay, I'll let you finish. The MCU. Do you have something to say? I, I, I have something to say about that point, yes. Go right to it. Go right to it. The, the whole, if you take by the whole, uh, everything together, I think the movie is stronger in a vacuum than in compared to everything else. I think in a vacuum, I would not have problems with that. Right. But it's following a storyline. It's following one. It's following uh, Thor 2, yeah, yeah. even though yeah, they, they try to make up for the mistakes of Thor 2 because it felt pretty fat. It's following, right. following all this stuff. And it's something that's been building central to the entire MCU, especially the first Avengers, was the relationship between Thor and his brother and where that was heading and the fate of Asgard, where they live and all that and the relationship with their father. And that stuff was yes. just thrown it was like uh, <laughs> you did a fart it was it was a very specific and meaningful fart because that's how it felt <laughs> it did. in thor ragnarok it's like oh yeah your father's gonna die now i'm gonna fight you like this my brother this is i didn't like that no You're feeling right. no feeling whatsoever they s- wasted it but you saw dark world they right? build up yeah i saw dark world okay um I-, I thought they had a lot of that in dark world you know what i mean i, I think a lot of the build-up was already done um they cut the shit they cut the shit they couldn't do another well i'll tell you why they really couldn't do a dramatic movie in line this infinity war endgame it's going to be dramatic there's going to be deaths oh i agree um what, but, but let me bring you back to Guardians of the galaxy yes, one yes, yes. and two they yeah. do a fantastic job of being the Balanced. the most comedic movies in the whole thing they're yeah. so fun the, the characters are stupid but silly still care and they have some of the most heartfelt moments the entire time these characters feeling things their relationships being tested Great other music other too. Oh, of course fantastic music of course which was another thing that thor tried to ape and copy but um, the, yeah. all this stuff, but they still have feelings. They still go through things. They but, still but, have moments. Come on. Is Thor it really doesn't copying? have any moments. Is it really copying if it's using awesome rock music and kind of staying to a, a theme of it's a space it's a space epic. Thor, I mean, the Guardians didn't take space. Yeah, but Thor also, with his character, he has a lot of influence from Earth now. Thor is not just somebody from outer space, somebody from Asgard. Thor is a fucking Avenger. Thor has maybe gone to a couple rock concerts Thor he's a hero on earth he's not just a hero on Asgard so when he this music is flying with him he's not just Thor from Asgard he's our fuck he's our Thor you know what I mean like that's our that's guy. not a bad argument it but, is a great argument but but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I feel it's an excuse and not a reason like uh, yeah right. the character's different and he's right. a little he doesn't take himself seriously that's great the character development I can get behind that that's fine yes, but yeah. this the music is just for the audience and the whole thing if you look at the poster if you look at how all the things are the silliness the the type of humor they're going for and just that uh, retro awful. music getting everybody the nostalgia rock there that gets everyone uh, uh, into all the moments it 
is a copy from Guardians of the Galaxy. They were following that playbook. There's That's another what they universe doing. where you are right and, and nothing changed, but like one critic at the right time saying something a little bit different. Like, cause I really know exactly what you mean. You are 100% right. My, I'm really, I've told you this. My biggest problem with that movie is that they put, uh, they had to put Hulk in the advertising for it. I get why they had to do it, but come on, Thor would have sold regardless. If Hulk came out in that stadium and we didn't know he was coming. Oh, yeah, that would have been great. I mean, come on. And and, and if they're going to do that, give the audience at least. I know that probably the director maybe fought against the trailer with Hulk or whatever, but why are you going to treat us through how much of the movie that the reveal of the champion is going to be Hulk? We don't like as if we don't know that. As the audience, you know, we know it's going to be Hulk. Yeah. We yeah. know it's going it, to be Hulk. It's true. But like, I mean, at the same time, Excuse we me. we knew he was going to be in the movie and they really can't hide him because he is one of the main characters of the movie. As we're experimenting here, I do not want to break the the Mr. Honest formula. And I, I should yeah. say that right now, we've already gone away from the whole uh, interview thing. We, we practiced that a little My bit. My forgetfulness broke back, broke on you. But I think that's the theme of the episode, the interview stuff. So what's the second? Do you think we got a good inter- base interview in? I, I don't know if we did. I, I think we need to like put an end on that segment. Okay. Yeah, we, it's true. It, it had a beginning and then the middle was something. Yeah, 9-11. 9-11. Sorry. Yeah, that relates so to we us. Need to and come then, back out so it needs 11. an ending. So how do you end an interview? One time I farted. Did I? I don't think you've ever heard that happen. I did. I heard it once. When was this? It was when we were playing Super Smash Brothers and you moved. <laughs> you farted. I mean, that sounds, that <laughs> sounds possible. You never fart. Oh, God damn it. What am I? Why am I doing this? Why do I make an ass out of myself? Why do I bring my friends over to ask them if they farted more than no, 10 No, 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 no. Not to ask them if they did. To to declare it. <laughs> to declare that it has happened and you are a witness. And to, like, give you an exact time, place, and, like, moment. Yes. <laughs> like, I literally remember. So how do you end an interview? That That's maybe something that... I need to ask you, how do you end an interview? Uh, saying uh, just something that uh, sums up What's the whole thing. What's something that sums up this whole thing for you? Th- this whole thing that we've had so far? How do you feel about that? I'm interviewing you already. You didn't even realize Oh, my it. God. This was an interview inside an interview. You, didn't even tra- see it. you inception me. You trapped <laughs> you didn't me. Even say I trapped you. Oh, man. I've been, I've been, you know, I got you. But you didn't know that I actually had control of the thing, the whole thing, the whole time, because the interview section is now over. I think we can cross that off the list. Probably not the best format for this. And now we're moving on <laughs> so to number on. two. Number two is the solo commentary podcast. All right. I like so this one. It's more me. More, more me the better. One person and a microphone. That's it? That's, I mean, well, that's the gist. That's pretty much what this one is, right? It's already, I mean. But I do, you know what that says to me in a way? You're trying to tell me that there's a presence here bigger than just me. Because is it the microphone? I don't know, but I've been, I, you know, it's pretty much just for me. Did Nico add a lot? Is Nico like the arc of this show? Like, is Nico like going to be the one, like he's going to be like the one I have to bring back in three seasons because the fans demand him back. Yes. Like he's the Morgan the, of the Their favorite Dead. B character, Nico. Like, bring back Nico. <laughs> Nico, I got plans for you, man. As if if you have if you don't have anything else going on, of course. I'm not just assuming you're you want to come back. You miss me. You want me, Nico. 
So you have a guest here and you spend the time just talking about how you wish your other <laughs> guest was here. <laughs> yeah, well, that's how it goes. That's how you get them to like you. Just are, are you negging me? Did you like Nico? I, I, yeah, he seemed great. I don't think him? I've ever met him. No. Are wow. you disappointed in that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this is the one where I just keep talking and I narrate. I think I, the solo commentary, you are the closest. That is the... the, the if can I do anything, like a segment where I'm trying to do something a little bit different but can be explained pretty much as that? I mean, if, if you had an actual segment where you're talking about explaining something yeah, or explain yeah. how you... Yeah, yeah, it would be. I built the wood. It was round. That's it. Oh, what was that? Let's just forget it. That part. You built the wood. It was round. Yeah. What does that mean? I want to know really just from that what you gathered, and I want to know what you can make of that. Just judging from most of the other non sequiturs that has been spun out uh, tonight and other nights, and the little smile you had when you were saying it, <laughs> I think it has something to do with penises. <laughs> That's you my are... educated guess. That's correct. Okay. Good job. Um. All right, let's move on to the next time. You're, I think the man with the mic thing is me because I don't know if I'm just a crazy dude on a microphone, which I pretty much am. Pretty much are. But um, it's, it works. So number three, yeah, we just blew through two. Just, uh, it was fun. Uh, both crossed that off and checked it on the oh, list as the best thing. Coffee, it makes me happy. Oh, here you go. Get, yeah, have your coffee. Have your coffee. Um, oh, God, I, I went away from the page. I'm, I'm lost now. What was number three? Number three uh, was a panel, a guest interview or a discussion. All right. We're not. We, we're two people. We can't be. A, uh, you know, I'm writing a dissertation right now. Who? I Me. Wait, what? I'm writing a dissertation. I have a committee meeting for it in two weeks. I have a huge document. Well, it could be bigger, probably. Just made a bunch of figures. They have my research. I'm a, I don't need a dissertation, but oh, I don't God. even know what that means. Hey, that wasn't that wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. Um, Here. Ah, what is that? What did you throw at me? <laughs> for you man it's it's for coming on thank you it's a men's health magazine mm-hmm. get you just threw at me something with an angry guy with his arm crossed yelling get back in shape what are you trying to tell me that i'm giving up that i bought my girlfriend this box of chocolates today and she said she was on a diet and gave them back to me and i ate all of this you're eating one right now. Oh my! Oh my God! Listener, dear, dear listener, he's just—he's snorting the chocolate. He's eating all the chocolate. This is a chocolate Eric. panel. Oh my God! So, this is the panel. This is Chocolate Con. This is where all the vendors of all the holiday candy sources come together and share their goodies. Today, we have Willy Wonka of the modern times. Mr. Choco Chocolate. Hello. It's me, Mr. Chocolate. Thank you for coming through, Mr. Chocolate. With your such busy schedule, you changed the world with your chocolate. That's right. I use slave labor in South America. And that gives it all the love that the chocolate deserves. Well, I can't legally call it love. <laughs> Oh, I love that. That is, that is grand. Keep eating, young man. We're moving on to our next segment. So, right. yeah, the next one is, okay. um, 
uh, narrative you. storytelling. I think this is interesting. I think this is quite interesting. Narrative storytelling. Because what we could do, uh, if you have your computer phone, we could just go to a story. Yeah. And we could prac- we could narrate it. Sure. What's a good uh, story that's in the public domain? Um, I think that's for you to find for me. Oh, I think Jesus. you choose that. You're right. I should have come prepared. That's not me. So why don't you explain what we're about to do and why? All right. So this is a format, podcast format number whatever. This is the sketch. Four? Yeah. No, the, whatever. The, yeah, it's, it doesn't matter. It doesn't it's matter. It's a program. It's a, so we're going to do Who's On First, classic, Abbott and Costello. Um, it's a infamous bit. How about infamous? Is infamous means not famous. But no, famous. infamous means famous in a bad way. Like like a killer's infamous. Adam and Costello are famous. Well, f- well, folks, Did you I learned it here today. Him? It's you know it. You've so. heard it. No, you is in you from you Chinatown. So uh, you <laughs> Abbott or Costello? Use Abbott. I'm Costello. Okay, okay. Are we ready? We're going to start. I'm first. Ready? Yeah, well, well, we're, we're about to find out who's on first. I was trying to do a stupid catchy. It, it was, was good. Okay, ready? <laughs> yeah. Well, Costello, I'm going to New York with you. You know, Bucky Harris, the Yanks manager, gave me a job as coach for as long as you're on the team. <laughs> Look, Abbott, if you're the coach, you must know all the players. All right, I certainly do. Well, I never met the guys, so you have to tell me their names, and I'll know who's playing on the team. Oh, I'll tell you their names, but you beat, you know, strange as it seems, uh, they give these ball players nowadays uh, very peculiar names. You mean funny names? Yeah, strange names, pet names, like uh, Dizzy Dean and... Um, That's Brother Daffy. Yeah, Daffy Dean. And, and the French cousin. French? Goof. Oh, Goofay Dean. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, let's see. We have on the backs, we have uh, who's on first, what's on second, and I don't know who's on third. Well, that's what I want to find out. Yeah, I say who's on first, what's on second, and I don't know who's on third. Are you the manager? Yes. Are you going to be the coach too? Yes. You don't know the fellow's name? Well, I should. Well, who's on first? Yes. I mean, the fellow's name. Who? The guy on first. Who? The baseman. Who? The guy playing first base. Who is on first? I'm asking you who's on first. The man's name. That's whose name? Yeah. Well, go ahead and tell me that's it. That's who? Yeah. That's who? Uh, well, look, you got a first baseman? Yeah, certainly. Who's playing first? That's right. You got it. When you pay off the first baseman every month, who gets the money? Yeah, every dollar of it. All I'm trying to find out is the fellow's name on first base. Who? The guy that gets the money. Yeah, that's it. Who gets the money on first base? He does every dollar. Sometimes his wife comes down and collects it. Whose wife? Yes. What's wrong with that? All I want to know is, is when you sign up the first baseman, how does he sign his name to the contract? Who? The guy. Who? How does he sign it? That, that's how he signs it. Who? Yes. All I'm trying to find out is what the guy's name is on first base. No, no, no. What's on second base? I'm asking who's on second. No, who's on first? One base at a time. Well, don't change the players around. I'm not changing anybody. Take it easy, buddy. All I'm asking you is who's the guy on first base. Yeah, that's right. Okay. All right. Well, what's the guy's name on first base? No, 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 no. What is on second? I'm not asking you who's on second. Who's on first? 
I don't know. Oh, no, he's on third. We're not talking about him. Now, let's get back to first. Now, how did I get on third base? Well, you mentioned his name. If I mentioned the baseman's name, who did I say is playing third? No, no, who's playing first? What's on first? What's on second? I, I don't know. He's on third. There I go. Back in third again. Will you stay on third base and then don't go off it? All right, what do you want to know? Now who's playing third base? Why do you insist on putting who on third base? What am I putting on third? No, no, no. What is on second? You don't, you don't want to who is on second. No, no. Who is on first? I don't know. Third, third base. base. Look, you got outfield. Sure. The left outfielder's name. Why? I just thought I'd ask. Well, I just thought I'd tell you. Then tell me. Who is playing left field. Now, who is playing first? I'm not. Stay out of the infield. I want to know what the guy's name is in left field. No, what is on second? I'm asking who's on second. No, no, who is on first? I don't know. Third, Third base. base. And the left fielder's name. Why? Because. No, 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 he's center field. Oh, well, no, no, that's the... the, 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 the oh, you got a pitcher? Well, sure. The pitcher's name? Tomorrow. You don't want to tell me today? I'm, I'm telling you then. Well, go ahead. Tomorrow. What time? What time what? What time tomorrow are you going to tell me who's pitching? Now listen, who is not pitching? Who is on? I'll break your arm and you say who's on first. I want to know what the pitcher's name. What's on second? I don't know. Third, Third base. base. Got a catcher? Well, certainly. The catcher's name. Today. Today and then tomorrow's pitching. Now you've got it. All we've got is a couple days on the team. You know, I'm a catcher too. So they tell me. I get behind the plate, do some fancy catching. Tomorrow's pitching on my team, and a heavy hitter gets up. Yes. Now, the heavy hitter hunts the ball, hunts the ball. When he hunts the ball, me being a good catcher, I want to throw the guy out on first base. So I pick up the ball and throw it to who? Now, that's the first thing that you've said right. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Well, that's all you have to do. <sighs> Is throw the ball on first base? Yes. Now, who's got it? Naturally. Look. If I throw the ball to first base, somebody's got to get it. Now, who has it? Naturally. Who? Naturally. Naturally? Naturally. So I pick up the ball and throw it to naturally. No, you don't. You throw the ball to who? Naturally. That's different. That's what I said. You're not saying that. I threw the ball to naturally? You throw it to who? Naturally. That's it. That's what I said. But no, listen. You ask me. I threw the ball to who? Naturally. No, you ask me. You throw the ball to who? Naturally. That's it. Same as you. You just changed the morale. Same as you. I throw the ball to who? who? Whoever drops the ball, the guy runs to second. Who picks up the ball, throws it to what, and throws it to I don't know. I don't know throws it back to tomorrow. Triple play. Yes. Another guy gets up, and it's a long fly ball, because why? I don't know. He's on third. I don't give a damn. Oh. What? I said I don't give a darn. Oh, that's our shortstop. That was pretty good. I mean, yeah. I mean, it wasn't great. We never rehearsed it. No. Now we do it as Alec Baldwin. No, no, you know, you know. Well, Costello. I think think we got through that pretty. I think, you know, we... We We trudged. Check that off. Check that off the thing. We did it. We, it was accomplished. Oh. I don't know if it makes good podcasting. I mean, oh, almost I certainly know. it doesn't. Almost it certainly doesn't because we didn't have any chemistry. But, um, I wasn't even looking at you because I was. Because we so, were reading the script. It's a very tough script. It, you got to be fast. What's the script called? Uh, who's on first? What's who's on script? I can't uh, tell you. No, can't. it's not something I'm you can just do smart. like that. I'm not that smart. Naturally. Right?
Do you? Are you thirsty? No, I'm good. I have my my naked juice over here. That's a little offensive. You don't. When people come into my house and expose juice that way, it really just squeezes me the wrong way. You almost had something there. That was it. That was pretty good. That's that was good. all I needed. That's pretty good. This is a good time to uh, yeah. do. We tried these formats. Let's try the format that I'm most in- interested in. Oh, this is okay. And uh, okay. much like uh, Thor Ragnarok did with Guardians of the Galaxy, it is aping the successful thing of someone else to try to do it for your own benefit. That's and my whole life. Not doing and having a very hollow representation. Of but that. let me ask you one thing before we do that. Yes. What isn't a ripoff? I mean, don't you have to really take inspiration from a certain thing to build another oh, thing? Oh, yeah, that's the difference between inspiration and ripoffs. Inspiration is taking something that's a jumping point. Ripoff is, is just taking something and holding it and staying there and hoping to get your success based on that. Do you think Mr. Honest is a ripoff? No, I think it's quite, uh, I think it's pretty unique. I haven't heard something like it. I knew you loved it. I, I have it on the background and it's like you're there just talking and, yeah. but I don't have to pay, I don't have to like look at you. Yeah, which I is better. Just, I could just be like working and like, oh, Eric's just behind me. It's almost like I'm, you're, you're catching up with me because we, we haven't, we haven't caught up in a while. It is very similar to that. I yes. love, I, I love, I love the memory of you. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Have you ever heard of uh, the podcast, My Brother, My Brother and Me. I haven't. No. Very popular. My sister. Really? Turned it on to me. Cool. Uh, turned me on to it. My brother, it my brother me. and me. Yes, it's, uh, they're three uh, brothers. They're actually quite successful now. Uh, disturbingly successful. And they're disturbingly. just basically uh, uh, professional uh, entertainers through funny commentary. And okay. uh, creating various uh, artistic Kinda projects, like mystery science theater style. Oh, uh, similar to that. Uh, but Wait instead of watching the movie and riffing it, uh, what they do, which I think is something, just this is not what your podcast is going to be about. But this is like yeah. doing doing push-ups to to flex your podcast muscles. I like that. To so, me, me personally, not not. I'm flexing my podcast muscles. Yes, you're working out your podcast. You're muscles. like my podcast, Mister Miyagi Yoda figure in a way. Like you kind of could be not even real like your persona of mr honest in a way is that why you said that you love my memory because the actual bleep it out died like years ago because you look exactly like you always did and like less hair now you're here right now in like what could be best described as like a ghost of christmas past scenario yeah i wouldn't i love i love i love um tables that have bottoms to them that don't wobble. When you have a wobbly table, it's just like your life is wobbly. <laughs> Albert Einstein here from the dead to endorse Mr. Honest podcast. Is that the Albert Einstein accent? Is that what you're going for? Well, I'm going for it now. Interesting. You got some questions for me. Mr. Einstein, yeah. I um, bet you do. Because yeah. you're trying to cure cancer. You've been standing brick walls. You formulas up on board stereotypes of science movies. Yeah, uh, just like bubbling blue liquids with a, mm, and a bunch of glass tubes of penis, all the time. Yeah. Lots of penises. Do you know, I would admit, so uh, listening to this podcast, it just, it's every 10 minutes or so, it just circles back to penises. Seems uh, to. Penises are the center of Mr. Honest Podcast. Maybe we should talk about some like... Do you um, see the Sears Tower? Freudian kind of? Uh, well, I believe Freudian means really at the heart of everything penis. 
Uh, well, you're not wrong. Anyway, so something that that podcast and others have copied them, I'm and we gay. can join. I'm gay. No, I'm just kidding. Well, no, we I'll be honest. That in? Okay, no, no, no. Guess what? What? I okay. I have, I am, and have flirted with the idea of bisexual. I'll say it. I'm saying it because I'm Mr. Honest and I'm telling the truth. Mm-hmm. That's something I've wrestled with for a very long time. Very long time. Why not say it? Why? Why bottle it? Why? 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 Why let it hurt me? Who's judging me but me in my head? Like who's who's hurting me? No one. No one's hurting me, right? No one's gonna hurt me for saying that. So I could just say that, and, and it doesn't change who I am. It doesn't change the love I have for my girlfriend. It's like something I've thought about, and honestly, don't really believe I 100% am even that. But it's you don't want to draw your. I don't want to draw myself in these lines. I don't want to give myself a a full definition. I don't think any definition is worth being fully under. I don't think it's fair to give anyone just one thing. And and that's why I don't like racism. And um, that's why, yeah, that's what it all comes back to. Well, no, and then dicks, you know, I think that sexuality is a spectrum, but you know, I'll be honest with you. Uh Dicks are everything. (laughs) I I didn't, I really, uh, this is getting really off out of hand. Is this staying in the uh, final product? I think so. Okay. Well, I mean, you're honest. That's uh, that's what it is. That's the whole point. It, it's isn't shameless. But what else do you have to put out there? What else? You know. You know what I mean? Like for me, I, I want. I don't have anything else but to try and. I got a vent somewhere. I got to put it somewhere, and like, I'm sick of just kind of hiding everything, holding it back. Um, uh, I would like to try one more thing. Yes. And that is uh, an aping of the advice podcast. Yes. So I like that. We were almost moving into that naturally, actually. In, well, in a way, but this is more uh, actually, this is more uh, uh, directly answering specific questions. Okay. And so I've got some from a nameless Chicago Tribune advice article. Great. And I'm going to ask you. Yeah. These questions as if they're just being asked to you. Oh, I love this. And then you have to give your best answer. I love that. Okay. I've actually would love to do an advice thing if anyone wants advice, but I'm not a professional. Okay. Well, that's a good you put that, that out there. It is good first. to put that out there. I mean, I'm not a professional. I'm not a I'm not a therapist. I'm not a counselor. I'm not an educator. So if you need help, go get help. But uh, I do have a lot of life experience and I'll give you know, that's all I can say. All right, so here here (laughs) is the question for you. Right. I have a problem with my brother's wife. She has always been rude to me, my siblings, and our parents. I've never tolerated her rudeness, so she usually just avoids me. The other day, she said something very nasty to me. I very calmly and firmly told her I would not allow her to speak to me like that. She got angry, but seemed to get over it quickly. When she and my brother prepared to leave, she came over to me and threatened to break every bone in my body if I ever spoke to her like that again. I was shocked. She stormed out of the house before I could respond. She's crossed the line. I will not tolerate threats and bullying. I talked to my siblings about it, and they all agree that I should say something. But they said they will not take sides because they want to keep the peace. I was hoping we could all come together to let her know that we won't tolerate rudeness and bullying, but it looks like I'm on my own. How should I handle this? Should I speak directly to her about it, or should I speak to my brother? I'm not even sure what to say, because I'm very bad at confrontation. Wow. I can kind of relate to this in some ways. <clears throat> um, really, 
I was, you know, you kind of got into like some of the questions I was going to ask initially, like what is like the, the history and, and, and is there anyone else who feels this way about her? Because this could have just been a personal feeling you had towards her out of maybe jealousy or whatnot. But if it's a mutual thing among the other siblings, then it's definitely um, something you have a right to talk about, especially if they're in your life uh, on a weekly, daily, whatever, monthly basis, if you feel insulted or hurt, you have every right to, you're entitled to your opinion. And if you feel hurt, you either A, have to step away, um, or B, you have to go talk to that person. And I wouldn't go talk to them. You don't talk to the girl. You don't talk to the girlfriend or the wife. It doesn't matter. You have the relationship with the brother, go talk to your brother. It's it's your brother. It's the issue you have with him. If he doesn't have the balls really to if he doesn't have the balls to stand up and uh, you know, stand up for his family who she's clearly in the wrong. I mean, when a guy is in love, a guy is crazy. A guy will a guy will do anything for the girl. He, he and if she feels wrong, it's for a reason you're missing something. You guys are missing something, right? And if you're not, yeah, you need to say something to her if you really are that worried about your brother. But you all, you can't stop them, you know. So it's like they have the right, your siblings have the right mentality. They don't want to say anything. They don't don't want to say anything because they don't want to hurt your brother. It's very fragile. Um, (laughs) Yeah, you you know, you say one thing wrong and it could affect a lifetime worth of, a relationship with that person, you know, it can shatter it. I, I really am proud of that answer. Yeah. I'm okay with so, that. well, the answer sounds like you're saying uh, you understand place. where everyone's coming from and you should talk to everyone, but no, don't talk to anyone. <laughs> that was basically the summation. Yeah, exactly. Go with it and, you know, follow your heart. Great. I think we helped someone today. I really do. Uh, number two, <laughs> I have a coworker who has terrible grammar. Sure, we all make grammar mistakes from time to time, but his is really bad all the time, and people are starting to laugh at him or make glances to other team members about it when he makes presentations. His name is Eric. (laughs) Is it me? I believe English is his first and only spoken language. Uh, However, I don't think anyone ever corrects him. I don't know him very well, but he is in my business circle. However, he's one level higher than me in the hierarchy. I hate to see this guy be the butt of coworker jokes and for people to not take him seriously. He seems like a good worker. And he's quite likable. Are you still thinking about yourself? <laughs> I just am. I'm imagining me. In a the only idea I have so far is to distribute or post a common grammar mistakes document and try to tie it in Ooh. with an acronym guide for all staff members. Wow. It still could come across as a targeted message, however, as he is the acronym no. king. Is there a better way to address this, or should I just leave it alone? Leave it alone. Why is this your business? Sit to the side, laugh. Is he your friend? Tell him. If, if Give him shit. If he's not, well, mind your own business. If he's annoying you, keep talking shit about him. I don't know. I mean, that's bad. I think that's shitty. I don't think you should put up a grammatical thing. That's that is no but you're not going to gain any points from anybody from doing that and you know what if I were in the office I would probably leave your your something in jello I would leave your your um literally your entire desk in jello because that that's rude <laughs> you're like that was for me Dave was like Dave was like that was mine so your answer is screw him you don't have to deal with it but it's annoying so put his desk in jello 
Yes. Okay. That's the best answer because the office the has best break. answer. Well, did you, would you agree? Uh, yes. You're acting like uh, I think you're, that's the uh, best answer. You're acting like you have. You're not allowed to have an opinion, as if you're like. Uh, what are you? Uh, who's not allowed to have an opinion about something like because they're like you're like a therapist in a way. Therapists can have opinions. Can they? They can, but they have to be very tactful. So. What do you think is going to happen in Infinity War? Oh, all right. We're going to round out with some Avengers. Well, Infinity War happened. Oh, yeah, so. there's so much we didn't talk about. Either. Endgame. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I did the Endgame. same thing. I did the same thing. What on, do you think is going to happen in Infinity War? No, I did that on an earlier podcast. I've, I listened and I, like, yes. I noticed that. So. Um, I, I, I've said... I, I really don't know what the Russo brothers are going to do because they're five steps ahead of us. They're honed in. And I will just go... I'm actually going to go ahead and say what they're going to do with the MCU next because I think uh, the Endgame predictions are really... They're not overdone, but I've heard them a million. I mean, you've, you've been exploring them by now. Yeah, so you know the time travel is big. And um, I said that I would like... Personally, in Endgame, my, I would love to see... The Avengers um, time travel, a.k.a. a la Back to the Future, in the most classy way possible. Um, I want to see them go out with a bang. I want to see the... I would like to see them go back to the uh, retrieval of the Power Stone on the Guardians of the Galaxy planet. I want them to save the day. Um, and that would be an intergalactic journey. Um, an opener... An opening fight, stopping Thanos at the first stone and giving someone like Cap or... Um, or uh, you know, Ronan, the, you know, Hawkeye, the power stone mm -hmm. to fight him later on. And they're having a battle to the stones now. And because they're united and together, that sounds like a fucking movie. And if it's anything like that, anything close to that, I'll be excited. If it's not, I'm sure I'll love it because the Russo brothers are insane at being able to even accomplish anything close to this. And, and Infinity War was so good. I loved it. It was, I, it was very good. Yeah, I'm. I uh, when Joss Whedon did the first Avengers, I yeah. was very happy because I enjoyed his stuff. I think he did a good job. Yeah. But I'm I'm glad that the the Russo brothers are doing the. It's a god. They're a godsend because they, they took a chance on the Russo brothers. Really, they weren't really known for too much. They were in doing Community not too long before they did Winter Soldier. Hmm. But they did such a good job with Winter Soldier uh, and. And Civil War. Did, and, uh, yeah. I, I really hope they, honestly, I really wouldn't mind if they kept the franchise. I think also, well, well did you say your prediction yet on the in, in, uh, end game? Um, I, pff, I mean, there's so much. I, I, I think what's going to happen is they're going to use time travel to go back to certain points and try to get the stones. Okay. Before them. I mean, it's the same thing that everybody thinks. The, 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 the most obvious theory that people are saying. I think that, um, uh, who do you think is going to die? Um, and Iron Man. Um, Tony. Tony Stark dying, yeah. I think, uh, honestly, though, I think... I really think it's going to be Cap and Iron Man together. I think they'll both die. But, uh... I think either they'll both die or one will sacrifice him to save the other one. I would prefer, um, Tony lives. Because I like Iron Man better. Yeah. And I think he could maybe get, like, everything, like, he can get a leg chopped off. I don't care. I just want him there as kind of, like, a supporter. I don't even if he's not in the suit anymore. Even if he's, 
he's not gonna he's not gonna make it out he's not gonna Peter needs an Uncle Ben moment on screen even though the Uncle Ben exists he does have that influence he, you know Uncle Ben happened but Iron Man is his mentor in this series Iron Man is the one he's gonna lose to propel him to take the leadership role of the Avengers I mean this whole thing since well Iron Man has yeah. really been Tony Stark's story and yes. I was gone through in the 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 how the pre the first one how it was all by himself and he would never sacrifice himself. He'd do the other thing. And then in the first one, he finally got to the point here where he was willing to sacrifice himself up through uh, phase two, where all he was just the world's on his shoulders. All he's focused on is just protecting everything, which led to the whole Ultron incident, all that stuff. Yeah, New York, the, the battle, guilt, the PTSD, uh, of, yeah, the, all oh, the, the PTSD arc so, and would, all that would, thing. Would we ever been able to see a superhero have PTSD from the uh, attack of the previous superhero movie that's also an iconic landmark superhero. Like, it's just so big, this thing. It, it's, it's honestly probably the best thing that's ever going to happen. <laughs> ever. Alright, well, this has been a hell of a time today on Mr. Honest. We learned some lessons, right? Yes. What did you learn? Um... You can't do a really uh, good Alec Baldwin impersonation. Well, I would beg to differ. Okay. Because when you have friends over to record your podcast, you do your best to talk about yourself. When you don't talk about yourself, it hurts. From reality, Alec, we gotta start thinking about others, right? That was the moral of the story, yeah, thinking of others. Hmm. Empathy was the key... Right. The whole time. So when you have empathy, you fuel your heart with the desires of others, right? They have desires, and then you have desires. And then That's right. You know, you can't spell empathetic without pathetic. And without pee. Because sometimes when you pee, it's No, nope, really no, turn around, yellow. turn around, right. no. <laughs> because sometimes when you take someone else's feelings and actually consider them maybe they're actually a lot like yours maybe nay the same so stop being so defensive and maybe listen yes you need to get your shit together what the hell what the, hell? <laughs> what what the is this? fuck because you're a fucking piece of shit this is taking a turn <laughs> oh god this is this is too hard Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to you. I'm gonna go. Thank you thanks for coming for, over today. Thanks for having me. Thanks for stopping by. And thanks for being a good friend. And bleep it. He's a guy that doesn't think of others, but he gives to himself. What? I, I wanna redo this so bad. Can we redo this? What is it happening? We're about to leave. Oh god, this is the worst one of these I've ever done. You gotta. This is the worst one of these I've ever done. And is here. We had some fun. Life's not easy. Do your best. Take a chance. Follow the rest. Life's not yours. You will it so. Go down that road. You must go. Live your life. Be your best self. Hashtag. Me, Alec Baldwin. That's all that matters. That's all that ever will matter. Because I did the Donald Trump impression first, and I'm Alec Baldwin. Blah, 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 play. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
This has been great. Thanks for uh, coming. And <laughs> you're gonna bleep out my name, right? Every single time, I want you to bleep out my name. Oh, we never got to a title. I never got a name. Uh, Maybe next time. You know, no. The story goes on. Story He's goes the on. Mystery man. That's fine. All right. Well, Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>